Hey everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. It's your host, Sam, and I'm very happy to be recording again. I need to do some housekeeping, guys. Um, heads up, I usually record, for those of you who've been listening to me for a while, know that I record at night usually because there's less um, distractions and I usually have the house quiet. <laughs> I'm actually recording midday today, just trying to take advantage of a, a window that doesn't usually exist in my life. Um, trying to carpe diem, um, take it easy today. Um, for those of you who are listening on Apple, please, please, please um, go ahead and review and rate this podcast. It would mean so much to me. I would love to know more about you and what you think of my podcast. And if you find this valuable or any of my podcasts valuable, please feel free to share them. I would love to check it out and um, be tagged so I can get to follow you and see your journey and that sort of stuff and for us to connect. Um, very happy to be recording again. It's been a while. Um, I definitely enjoy recording. I find it to be an outlet for me. I find it to be therapeutic and I hope you guys enjoy, um, the content that I put out because, um, this is something that, you know, has always been a vulnerable experience for me. And this episode in particular, is kind of going to be all over the place, more of like a catch up. I don't really have a clear theme. I think right now, a lot of things are kind of bubbling up, um, and kind of, um, just kind of shedding light on a lot of different parts of me, sides of me, things that I'm going through directionally um, in general. So um, this podcast is definitely going to reflect that. There are times that I feel like when I want to record or I have something that's kind of pressing and I'm very, you know, determined to kind of thoroughly go through that, that, um, that thought process, it tends to be like um, very easy for me to flow and stick to that concept. But like I said, this is one of those time periods in my life where a lot of different things are kind of bubbling up. And I think it's important to shed light on just that experience when you're going through life and you may want to be focused on something or um, you thought you were focused on something and life hits you and then something else hits you and it deserves your attention here, there and everywhere. It definitely may feel um, uncontrollable. It can feel very out of body. Um, so for those of you who have been listening to me for a while, you will know, or even just listen to the episode grieving, you know, that I lost my nephew in January and I also lost my cousin in March. And, um, so I've been dealing with, you know, repeated, um, death, unfortunately in our family and it's more than usual. And I know it may sound a little, um, dark, <laughs> but this isn't necessarily completely dark. Um, this is more about the effects of having such definite, um, you know, conclusions happening around us and what that means for us. Um, so for me personally, having to deal with death has been really tricky because overall, I like to be a very positive person, a very upbeat person, a very encouraging person. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer in when I experienced, um, the death of my uncle last year, I felt like God was preparing me for something because I was so heavily involved in the arrangements where I knew that he was like, Hey, listen, um, I'm going to be, you know, kind of molding you and putting you through some stuff. And this is kind of your test. This is your first experience, um, of that in a while. And I know that it may be uncomfortable and I know that you may feel like, questioning me and what, what's the purpose of all of this. But 
don't worry, I'm with you throughout the way. I just need you to know that it's your time to step up. And, you know, since then, obviously, you know, those two tragic events happened. And now I'm dealing with the after effects where I feel like I need to be more comfortable with death. I need to be more comfortable with living. Um, and I need to not let it be a surrounding thought process um, through my day to day or at night in particular, because I talked about that before where, you know, at night is really hard for me. That's when I have the deepest thoughts about life. I hate it because it's like right before bed <laughs> and I love sleep. <laughs> so it's very uncomfortable to be in, but, you know, just coming to terms with things, you know, with COVID, um, luckily I haven't been affected with COVID and that's something, you know, with the, um, the vaccine, it's been pretty interesting to have to go through and figure out how to, to manage. So that's something that, um, has been, I don't know, just been in the background for, for a little minute now. This definitely has made my overall spidey senses, if you will, a little bit more heightened, obviously, because here you are kind of processing these, these quote unquote ends. And, you know, I talked about legacy in a couple episodes ago and what that means and how important that is. And I definitely have been doing, um, my best at, really understanding my legacy a little bit more and diversifying my legacy, um, leaning into the things that, you know, fill me, make me whole, um, looking inward when it comes to taking care of myself and doing the things necessary for me to thrive, for me to feel good, you know, living life, um, more, um, thoroughly and appreciatively. Um, I definitely have kind of had to figure out what is the best way for me to, be more balanced with that because I think when you have such um, unforeseen circumstances touch you like that, you then feel like, okay, now I need to like YOLO <laughs> and um, your lifestyle or your, your personality style, your characteristic um, don't, doesn't actually match that. Like I'm not really too much, I'm a spontaneous person within like control variables. <laughs> so um, for me to just go out and just really wing it, isn't really like me, but I am being a lot more um, strategic about creating opportunities where I can relax more or I can enjoy life more or just participate in life a little bit better, um, do things that are more up my alley and just, you know, redesigning my normal routines. Um, trying to keep things together has been very tricky because every day is a, a different something and recognizing that there's a lot of things that you are not in control of. Um, <clears throat> especially when you're talking about like taking care of yourself, because, you know, that is technically your responsibility, but you get into the, you know, into the, the rigmarole, if you will, of taking care of yourself. And you find that there are things that you want to do. And you realize that, you know what, it's just, I can only pray about it at this point. Like <laughs> I'm just going to pray that I'm able to have the fun that I want to have, um, do the things that I want to do, et cetera, et cetera. And so, um, you know, it, it's, it's unpredictable. There's no guarantee, you know? And so that's why I kind of have been having this thought process of like, you know, carpe diem in my head of just seize the day, you know, anytime there's a window and opportunity, you know, make a nudge towards doing the things that you want to do. Um, I definitely have been dealing different side effects 
of grief or, you know, just un- unknownness of it all. And one of those has been my appetite where I usually love food. I'm very, I have a great relationship with food. Food is not my problem. Um, but just being inspired and feeling good about food, um, has definitely taken me by storm recently. And I just kind of lost the, I don't know, just the taste for it, the interest in it. And that's not like me and that's not who I want to be. I want to have a better relationship with food. This doesn't mean that I'm a fast food junkie or that I have like a snack problem. It's like, I've kind of just turned off that avenue because I think I've been so, uninspired. So I definitely recently like have been trying to get re-inspired by watching things that revolve around food to just open my eyes again. That's actually an interest that I have in general. I love watching cooking shows, not like you're like cooking competition shows, but just like where chefs and people are more creative and more open and optimistic about different foods and seeing food in different lights, et cetera, et cetera. And so, um, my sister actually gifted me a air fryer last week, um, that really, really allowed me to just open my eyes up to, um, you know, different ways of preparing food and et cetera, et cetera, which I'm like very late to the game. Um, and, um, so this has definitely helped, but I said, you know, let me step out my comfort zone and go to a different grocery store and see what they have to offer. And so I did that actually this morning and just took advantage of the the window that I had as well too. And it definitely helped. It definitely put me in a playground. You know, I do really well when there's a playground. I realize that when I have kind of odds and ends of tools and just, I had the floor to really, really design and create something new and different. And I don't really have a complete um, plan and I have the freedom to be creative. I have a tendency to thrive in those environments. And so I have to lean more into that where left up to my own devices, I lean or select options that are more creative, um, don't necessarily have a guided um, plan, even though it's funny because overall I have some sort of plan in my head. Um, I may not necessarily have it completely mapped out, but I have something. And so when I do that, it definitely helps, you know, overall with getting stuff done. Um, But just that, that, just that creative, like, I don't know, tapping into that side of my brain has been really enlightening, especially when you're an overachiever. I also noticed too, that my health, um, as far as just feeling normal or healthy or in a good space when it comes to just like. Uh, my body functioning the way that I want it to hasn't been reliable. So I've had like many flu. If I don't know if, for those of you who get, you know, like flu like symptoms, not to say COVID cause I've been tested and it's not COVID, but um, you know, get flu like symptoms every so often because you just kind of don't take care of your body the way that you should. And, you know, this goes back to eating lack of ec- exercise. Yeah, guys, I'm on that. I haven't been exercising tip again. And um, I really need to make a life change. I really need to make an, a, just a different, take a different approach at life because it's not getting me closer to where I want to be. And um, I've indulged, honey. I've indulged in, you know, un, not good for you foods, alcohol, um, you know, experiences. I've definitely indulged. And I think it's time for me to really 
just incorporate um, without making it such a big deal that I usually do. Um, activities that lend me to be closer to where I want to be physically, mentally, spiritually, etc. Definitely falling off the bandwagon with that. And I tend to overhype, um, you know, making changes like this. And because of that, it becomes a demotivator because if I don't reach the expectations that I had set for myself, then it feels like maybe I failed or I haven't, you know, um, put in enough effort, you know. And so I need to step back and be more realistic, be more honest with myself and just look at things from a different perspective. Um, I'm definitely not as mobile as I used to be, being that I'm not in the office, I'm home. And, you know, I do go out to do grocery runs and errands and stuff, but it doesn't lend itself to doing excessive walking or any activities that would require me to even sweat. Um, so I definitely need to be better about that just so that way I can kind of set the foundation, hopefully for me, you know, in the next 50 years, you know, of my body just being in a better place. Um, recently I've been thinking about just my age and where I'm going in life and what my next goals are. Of course, it's still buying a house. That's definitely in my repertoire, but career-wise, like what do I want to do? Impact. I definitely love this platform. I definitely will keep this with me. I feel like this speaks to me. This speaks to my truth. This speaks to who I am as a person. I definitely want to do more classes. Um, I think that being able to engage with other people to talk about the things that they're going through definitely fills a need. And as I'm speaking to you guys, I'm kind of thinking, you know, with therapy being almost unattainable for some people because of finance, you know, you know, finance or, um, you know, waiting lists, it's at an all time high to have some sort of outlet or opportunity um, where people can you know, talk about their goals and the things that may be, you know, challenging to them to overcome them. I think that would be such a relief. So that's definitely something that's on my to-do list <laughs> to do and to create some sort of um, series or, you know, recurring experience where people can have an outlet where they can do that. And I, I find that really fun and engaging. And so I definitely want to get more comfortable in that space because, it can also be very tricky reading the room, especially when it's virtual. As you guys know, I do not um, do well in public speaking, even though um, I do this platform. I mean, right now I'm at home alone, and so it's easy to kind of just be able to be with my thoughts, but in person it can be very tricky. But I think God has blessed me with opportunities that haven't been, um, have been blessings and I didn't even know it, you know, so couple weeks ago, I spoke um, to an audience about, you know, finances and relationship with finances and using money as a tool. Um, and then also did, I do class visits, you know, for work and stuff like that. And found that to be, you know, the audience found that to be very inspiring to just talk about my vulnerabilities and really connected with them. So there's a lot of times where I think in life in general, we're able to practice um, things that, you know, are scary or things that we're working on and it doesn't seem like practice. It can just seem like, okay, another day in the, in life, but, um, it's for a purpose. You know, there's always a reason behind everything that we go through. Sometimes we know why, and sometimes we never find out why. Um, but all of that lends to our character, all of that lends to our future, what we're trying to see happen. Um, there's so much purpose in everything that we do. 
whether we understand it or not. And sometimes the purpose can, it's not always just for us, it's for those around us who are seeing, hearing, absorbing um, the things that we're doing. And so we have to be mindful as well. Um, another thing is I had a very intense conversation about life and character. Um, and it, I don't know, it, it was very freeing to be honest with someone about your true feelings or your feelings about their behavior or their characteristics or the things that they're struggling with and the things that you are not in agreement with, because it can be just detrimental to how you um, interact with them, meaning like they're more negative or they haven't come to terms with certain things. And because of that, it's definitely freeing to be able to be honest with someone about how you feel about them. And maybe others agree, you know, but it's also tricky because you're being vulnerable, but you're also hitting a, maybe a vulnerable spot in, in their life. And so, you know, I had to be very careful that I was, you know, calling people out on their shit, but also being mindful that this doesn't mean that this can be a spiral. This is just an acknowledgement of how you are externally. Um, I know that I'm not perfect and I know that I have things that I personally have to work with, but I felt like, you know, when you have a circle or you have a legacy or you have um, an opportunity to be be a light for someone in a way that maybe they don't want to shine because um, they're afraid of it or they don't have people who are caring enough to walk them through that, um, you, you, you have to be careful and you have to be mindful. Um, I was watching Red Table talk about, you know, narcissism and the different types of narcissists and what they look like. And they even had scenarios of what um, you might experience or someone might experience when they're dealing with a narcissist. Um, and it was so enlightening just to be aware of certain behaviors and how to navigate those behaviors in a, a healthier way. Because as I mentioned, there are certain times where we're unable to completely remove ourselves from a personality type or um, that we don't really like or a characteristic of a person that we don't really like. And they could be a coworker, they could be our boss, they could be a neighbor, things like that. And so you have to be really careful and you have to be really strategic when it comes to just figuring out how to navigate that world. And um, so that actually led me to do a post on my website, finally, uh, a blog post where I talk about social media resources that you can kind of get to, to use in order to design um, a better experience with social media. Um, so tools and things like that for your growth journey, you know, things that you can kind of lean into to help you when you're trying to, um, f you know, figure out enlightening opportunities and create a roadmap of peace. Um, you know, with social media has such a influence on our, you know, sociology and our way that we look at life. You know, recently I made the connection that, you know, there are, a, there is a generation that was raised by television because it was such an entertain, entertaining factor to life. You know, the content that was being put out was so, um, intriguing and innovative and eventful that a lot of people, especially kids, um, leaned into that world and that's who they were raised by. That's how they saw the world. Now with social media, it's starting to lean into that same, or starting, it's been leaning into that same um, concept where people grasp how, how they look at the world, what they believe to be true through social media. Um, 
So when you kind of realize that your real life and social media aren't necessarily lining up, it's very important to kind of reflect and understand, okay, who am I, who am I as a person? Who do I want to be? What do I stand for? And does my, do, do my outlets, you know, um, show that, do they, you know, do they have that? Or are these platforms designing an, you know, algorithm that is more, more geared towards the parts of me that I'm not looking to indulge in, you know? And so that's why everything in me is there for me, because I realized that the um, platform that I was on or the account that I was on previously didn't serve the purpose that I wanted to. I love interior design. I love goals. I love, you know, um, just being able to be a more positive light. And I can't really do that if I'm worried about who's sleeping with who and who's talking about who and what they did with that. All of that mess was in there. And so I had to start over. And I talk about this before too, but, you know, you really have the freedom to design the life, the world, um, everything under the sun, um, the way that you want to. I mean, that's, that's the opportunity that, you know, is given to us. It, it may not feel like you can at all times because there are certain situations where people are in that it almost is impossible because of the fact that, you know, you're not of age yet or you're in a trauma, you know, driven situation. It's very important to always, you know, consider your perspective and try to humble yourself and try to um, come to terms with your circumstance and where you're headed and where you want to go and know that this is a moment in time and this is not the rest of your life. Um, because doing that will help you get closer to hope. It'll help you get closer to your faith. And that's the biggest part of um, support in general. When you have those mechanisms kind of working behind the scenes to get you to day by day, you know, month by month, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it can be, it can be very, very challenging, very, very challenging. So I wanted to touch really quickly on something that I kind of have been neglecting for a while. (laughs) Um, when you're focusing on yourself inward and you're really trying to pay attention to your patterns and your decisions and the things that you struggle with, et cetera, et cetera, you tend to, um, leave out the influence that others have on you, um, and find inspiration in that. And, you know, I definitely have been neglecting that side of myself. Um, you know, not allowing what I call like guardian angels to really show up for me and just keep them in my eyesight. And so recently I was kind of living my day, you know how that goes. And I was inspired because I just like had a wave, especially that day, which was kind of overwhelming for me, where I had all of this like, you know, thoughtful content being sent to me. So encouraging words, um, video, um, one, uh, a sermon that, you know, um, Tyler Perry did, which I really enjoy his sermons. I think they're very thought provoking and very realistic, um, which I really enjoy. And it was just overwhelming. Um, I had an opportunity where I got to pay it forward for someone in Publix who, you know, for whatever reason, their card wasn't working and they, they seemed very stressed at that moment. And, you know, I did a, a, a nice gesture and I haven't done that. I wanted to, that's definitely one of my to do's because, you know, I love to do stuff to, for people. <laughs> um, 
But I was able to do that and just feel really good. Like it almost made me emotional how good it felt to just be an, you know, a light for somebody else. Um, and, you know, I felt like I just didn't have enough time in the world to just dedicate to absorbing all of this goodness. And I have to kind of go back and, you know, find ways in time. You know, I don't, I don't know how some people are like, oh, I'm bored. Listen, I have more than enough things to do, <laughs> more than enough things I could do for myself, for others, et cetera, et cetera. I'm, I don't know what it is for me, but maybe because I'm a Virgo who's overthinking all the time, but I never, I don't really ever get bored <laughs> ever. I can always fill my time with stuff. Um, you know, whether it be catching up on sleep or, you know, going through content or creating content or whatever it may be, you know, that I kind of need to go ahead and do things on my checklist. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, in general, I realized that that day, you know, just, just was like a surge of all these different things. I've been re also recently trying to understand more or less what it is that's holding me back to get to the next level of where I want to be. And, you know, as, as an achiever, um, a serial achiever in my own light, um, <clears throat> it's very intriguing to, to really sit back and analyze the puzzle and figure out what are the pieces that I need to, um, to find in order to get to the next phase of my life. And I'm kind of feeling with all of the things that have been happening that it's more of a sit back and allow life to guide itself and not um, take the wheel. Now, again, from a person who likes to be in control, this can be very scary. This can be very vulnerable um, and uncomfortable in general. And there are a lot of things that um, when you're still like that and you're really just kind of sitting around, if you will you are allowing things to come up that didn't come up before because you were on the move. You were going, you had stuff to do, places to go, people to see. And that's starting to happen for me where I'm taking a look at my relationships. I'm taking a look at my relationship with myself, my body, um, my accomplishments, my, the circles that I, you know, I'm in the things that I'd like, things that I don't like the values that I live by. Um, the wants and needs and desires of that I have, um, my environment in general. And I'm realizing there's a lot of work to be done as far as, <clears throat> you know, creating something that I'm, um, is more reflective of where I'm at now. Now, this may seem overwhelming and this may seem very, you know, complicated, but I think a progress is, should be any progress. So taking your time to really, prioritize at that given moment on that day, whatever that looks like, what exactly matters. And then the other stuff definitely needs to be put in God's hands. Um, I've been doing that lately as well, too, because there have been, oh man, there have been some moments where I feel like things have come up that have been a trigger for me. And it made me think, okay, now I have a decision to make. Am I going to try to gain control and to spiral because I'm now giving all the power to the situation or do I let go and let God? And I did. And I let go and I let God and I was able to, by the grace of him, be able to see about karma and what that meant um, for me was just that 
you know, he still loves me and he listens to me and he hears my thoughts and he hears my worries and he wants to support me and he does support me in any which way he possibly can. And I really have to do a better job of just falling back and allowing him to take the wheels and to worry about the things that I have to do or the things that I need to learn, you know, within certain circumstances. And so that's been my greatest um, lesson more recently is as things have been out of my control um, intentionally, it definitely has put me in a place where I need to sit back and relax. Um, self-care. So self-care for me, you know, <laughs> it's been an up and down journey. And, um, you know, with me and my my health right now, just feeling feeling like I'm overdoing it because I have a tendency to absorb a lot. Um, it reminds me that I need to slow down and I need to, you know, assess however or whenever I can, what is worthy of my time, my energy, my thought, my powers, et cetera, and focus on the things that serve me, things that make me whole again, because I find that the more I lean into things I cannot control, it's the more of a spiral for me that I can't get out of because I'm giving the, you know, the whole kitten caboodle to something else. And that's not, that's not sustainable. That's just not going to fly. That's not going to work long-term. Um, it's very unlikely for me to be ill or sick or flu-like or, you know, cold or whatever, whatever, um, frequently <clears throat> simply because of, you know, I try to avoid <laughs> any of that. And I haven't really experienced that through the whole COVID situation, which has been nice. Um, but now that these things are coming up, it's just, you know, it's one of those things where there are signs in our lives that show up in different ways. Sometimes it could be a recurring theme where people are talking about someone else getting sick or um, someone else feeling ill, et cetera, et cetera. It could be, you know, our doctors kind of saying, hey, if you continue ex on doing this, you know, you're probably going to feel ill. Um, but it can also be something where, um, you know, it directly to us where, you know, your knees are not working like they should, or, you know, you feel a little tickle in your throat. Um, it, it means change. It means there needs to be a change. And especially for those of us who struggle with weight and body image, um, I wouldn't say I struggle. <clears throat> I think more now I'm in the, the season where I want to be more confident in the decision I make or make my body more of a priority and my health more of a priority because um, I'm relatively pretty healthy. I mean, just did a dental checkup, teeth are great, eyes are all right, you know, but I think that for the type of life that I want, it requires me to just shape shape differently how I um, experience life and take opportunities with life. And that's definitely something I'm going to be doing um, moving forward. And I, I encourage you guys to do it. You know, any goal that I've ever, ever done has been <laughs> far from easy and normal and natural for me. I mean, when it comes to schooling, you know, I've been getting a lot of recurring memories about school and graduating um, with my bachelor's, um, you know, four years ago was a big highlight for me because I never thought I was going to, especially of how I started. 
But, um, you know, that I was reminded of that recently this week. And then, you know, last year I graduated with my bat with my master's, you know, getting a bigger place, all of these little goals, these goals, um, <clears throat> have been inspiring and I have to lean on them. Um, but the journeys to them have been ooh, <laughs> very tricky, very, very tricky. And that includes my weight. I think that now that education wise, I'm kind of, I'm tapped out. I definitely have to start figuring out what am I going to do with my body, you know, and my relationship with my body um, as I'm getting older and as I have more flexibility and more of the things that I've been wanting in my life. Um, it definitely is a responsibility that I've not necessarily paid attention to um, previously and culturally within our my, my network, my, you know, my circle that's not something that people are super active about. It's really a personal endeavor. So it makes it really challenging to kind of go into this world um, on your own, but it's not the first time. So, you know, here we are again. Um, I think that's about it. I mean, life is, life has been very tricky lately. I've been very vulnerable. You know, I talked about watching that show um, with Red Table talk about vulnerability and then also um, Brene Brown talked about vulnerability and that whole experience and imposter syndrome and all that sort of stuff. And so it's been a recurring theme that I've been leaning into and gaining more understanding of. And as imperfect as I am, I definitely struggle with, you know, being vulnerable and allowing myself to be vulnerable and trusting the environments that I'm in, that these things are not going to take away from all the hard work I've done to protect myself or to manage myself or make myself be whole and know that, you know, things that I cannot control are always going to exist. <laughs> They're always going to be there. I really have to um, mitigate, obviously, the risk within that, but um, it's okay. It is completely okay. It is completely natural. And expectations of our lives, especially as there's age attached to it or, you know, circumstance attached to it or stages attached to it. You know, the reality is we have to stick, stick to the ground, which is reality. Um, no matter what we envisioned or others envisioned, um, we're not in control of certain things and that's okay too. (laughs) Especially for me, who's always like, "Uh, what can I do to manipulate the situation? So that way I can be comfortable in it sometimes. Or how can I manage the situation? So that way I can um, not endure the most damage from it. But overall, I'm wishing you guys nothing but well wishes and, and hopefully you guys stay tuned and, and, you know, keep, um, your eye out for the content that I definitely want to put out soon. And I will be announcing it here on my platform once I'm able to kind of get things in order. But um, thank you guys for kind of listening to this update, this you know roundabout way, as far as getting a little bit of everything out there. Definitely will be more direct in my next um, episode. But if you like these kind of episodes where I'm talking about a little bit of everything, um, you know, let me know. Sometimes I'm more seeking out strategic, specific advice or guidance or light on something. And sometimes I'm open to, you know, whatever's in, in whatever's in the their pocket at that time. Um, but yeah, everyone stay well, take care of yourselves and 
I look forward to chatting with you guys in my next episode.